I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And I'm Kelly. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, uh, if you're anything like our listeners, you're wondering who the fuck Kelly is. Yeah, uh, I'm wondering who the fuck Kelly is. Who the fuck are you, Kelly? I don't know. Sometimes I wonder myself. I'm just a guy from the middle of Central America and United States that is, and I am here to commune with you guys. What's up? Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, Listeners might know him by his alias, Steve Prestigious. Yes, that's right. You're not from middle America. Well, I'm from the middle of the United States of America, and I figure that would suffice as a uh, descriptor. I don't think it's accurate to call that Central America, though. I think you were you were right. You were right to correct that. Yeah, yeah. true. I know. Um, sometimes you say things that you need to uh, um, modify in the middle of your sentence. That's what we. Sure. Uh, what's what I landed myself in right there. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. So. Uh, How's it going, Roy? It's gone all right. It's been a while. We didn't yeah. do a we didn't do an advice hot dog last week on account of it being the birth of the the birth of our Lord. Yes, that's true. And uh, our our friend Kelly is is here in town visiting, and we thought we would reconnect. We hung out how hung out a bit, and uh, we thought you would be an excellent choice for this podcast. I appreciate that. You guys do this every week. Every week. Every week. Yeah. Amazing. Just about. we are we are the hardest working people on the internet yes i can tell by the bed sheets yeah there are there are a lot of blankets nailed to the ceiling in this piece yeah we're in the uh, video games hot dog studio because uh, on account of there being three of us Mm -hmm. we need multiple microphones i'm very excited i've never been in this room recording oh i can tell that's going to get very uh hot and farty you think yeah i mean i was planning on holding in my farts you are i pretty much always do when i'm hanging around you i don't like to offend you i find that that's a good way to treat everybody really don't don't fart on them sure it's it's the golden rule the brown rule that that you should only fart in your car Uh um with the windows up also if you're in a house and you have to fart just go fart in the toilet Mm -hmm. that's right nothing wrong with that you have the good sense of having a matchbook collector thing you have wooden matches and a metal thing that you can strike the match upon in your bathroom. That's yeah. really nice for you, Roy. I bet Corinne appreciates, appreciates that. it. Yeah. It was That's a gift, right. actually. Uh, one of our friends thought that we probably needed this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think mm-hmm. she was looking at me at the time. <laughs> I tried to I tried to go take a dump at the office today, and somebody had already been in there before me taking a dump. This is the time when uh, sharing a bathroom with other dudes uh, it seems like a bad idea. Did you just sit down right on top of him and start dumping? Yeah, I was like, whoa, whoa, sorry, sorry, buddy. Didn't see I was just on autopilot. I had my headphones in. I was uh-huh. I was watching something in virtual reality goggles. Sure. I was playing a virtual reality game about pooping. Uh-huh. And you weren't there poop in on. the game, buddy. Mm-hmm. Virtual poop. <laughs> That's the problem with virtual poop. You'll get into the reality poop and... It bleeds over. You yeah, better just... have a plastic bag for your yeah. buddy in his lap. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we have a policy here where you have to take your own plastic bag into the bathroom with you. Like, mm-hmm. it's not it's not the guy pooping on you's job to provide that bag. Sure. No. That's the... We're, we're, I mean, we're not Rockefellers. <laughs> now, um, I was trying... A few months ago, you told the story about pooping in space, and I was trying to tell that story to Corinne, and I think I, I fucked it all up. But you poop in a bag, right? In uh, space? Sort of, yeah. The guy, the, the guy that was telling us about it was, yeah, you poop. You sort of poop at a bag. 
Uh, really? Yeah. And then uh, what's the bag done to you? Yeah, it's I just didn't like the look on its face. You know, it's from Russia. Uh huh. So that's that's uh, the only thing to do to it. Uh, yeah, it was gross. It was a gross story, and uh, you can probably find it on the internet. How did oh, you okay. separate the trash bag poop bag membrane in space? There's did like you a- lick your fingers and then. Get it oh, open. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Quick. You know what I'm saying? Know, you, need to separ- you need to establish that adhesive quality to each side of the plastic bag and then get it open. It's probably well, you have a assistant. special space bag that costs like $5,000. That's true. Right. And For so it's, it automatically does that. It's like as soon as it, as soon as it gets out into the air, it's like whoop. Just pops That's open true, because if uh, toilet seats cost like $10,000 at the Pentagon, I can't even imagine what a space bag for poop costs. Right. They have a little post-it that is like, pick up after your space dog, and then you take out the bag from that space dog thing, and then um, it automatically opens. You just press a button, and then it, a vortex is open, and then your dog poops at it like a miniature poop black hole they just they just like i'm pretty poop sure they just catapult the poop they once they have enough poop they just hurl it at the earth and it burns up on re-entry really why yeah. not hurl it at the sun well the earth is right there oh i guess that's true yeah it's way easier to get things like it's it's like sort of being here right like it's way easier for us to poop on the earth than it is for us to poop on the sun that's true i mean the sun you can see it right, right. and you might right. think oh that is no further away than the ground but you'd be really wrong Right. As it turns out. Because it's not the size of a penny. How was your Christmas, Roy? Uh, it was good. It was very busy. Um, we had a you full day. You went to day. multiple houses and stuff. I did. We spent Christmas Eve with my parents. And then the next day, we went to Corinne's cousin's house. And then to see my parents again. And then to see Corinne's parents. That's a problem with having a lot of family. Yeah. I mean, there's is. all that fellowship and togetherness and the support system and stuff. But then, yeah. man, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Complicated. Yeah. How's your Christmas, Kelly? It was really good. I got to see my sister and her twins and my family. And- Wait, are you talking about her boobs? Yeah. Because when I talk about uh, going to see your sister's twins, that's what I'm talking about. I, have, I don't think I've ever even met your sister. It's funny. You're being crude there, but I have to say I got to see her in a unbroad camisole, and I was like, damn, sister, you're looking pretty good. That was At your 40... response? Damn, sister, you're looking pretty good? In my mind, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So in your mind, you were thinking, man, my sister's got some sweet-ass titties for an old gal. For 43? That's, that's what you thought? two twins. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. She was chilling mm. in a camisole. I was like, yep, that's pretty good. Hmm. Hollow. Good going. Yep. Yeah. So if you have daughters, they'll also be stacked, it seems. Who knows? These things are completely um, unpredictable. But yeah, I mean, my sister's got some sweet racks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put your rifle on it. Don't you wish you had a sister, Roy? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Well, I mean, I wish you had a sister. I don't, I don't wish sure. I had a sister. Right. Uh, so what what, uh, what what are your Christmas traditions, Kelly? You got anything interesting? Uh, well, there's always the non-meat eating meal on Christmas Eve. Do you guys have that? No, we don't. No, do is that, that like a Catholic thing? Yeah, I think it is a Catholic thing. There's no red meat. We can eat fish and we can eat pasta and stuff like that, but there's no. Wait, is like, that just because Christmas Eve was a Friday? Yeah, I think there's there's a, a degree of fasting inherent mm. in Christmas Eve meals. So we eat. Uh, Clam chowder, and then for Christmas Eve, then we had like the salmon steak. I mean, when I was back in Prescott, my family, we just used to have clam chowder and the supplement to the 
uh, meal was just a whole lot of pepper into the Instead clam of chowder. No. Yeah, exactly. Like it was uh, clam chowder, the clams. If you wanted more, you just needed to put in a lot of pepper. And huh. that, that would sustain you through the night until Christmas Day. It's like so, if you finish your bowl of clam chowder and you're like, I'm still hungry. They would just say, well, son, fill your bowl with pepper and eat <laughs> and that. Eat that. Yeah, that's right. Are you sure that your family doesn't uh, confuse Christmas with Easter? Well, th- it doesn't make any difference at all, does it really? <clears throat> What's your Easter tradition? What does that mean? Clam chowder um, and pepper. <laughs> Isn't that what I No, no, does? I'm saying about the not eating meat on uh, the eve. And you later know, on, when like you're trying to go to Friday. sleep and the pepper sort of repeats on you, I know, that's like the Advent, resurrection. Right? It's, yeah. Yeah, it's Advent. Um, so. Anyway, <laughs> there's no red meat eaten on okay. Christmas. Isn't uh, is don't that mean Catholics traditionally from... not eat red meat on Fridays? Yes, not not really. Uh, it's no longer enforced, but that was the tradition. Well, like the every pope, Friday. the pope doesn't send his heavies to your house to <laughs> no, to no. check. That was the origin of Santa making a list and checking it twice. Yeah. He's going to find out who ate a delicious steak on Friday and send them straight to hell. Exactly. Where they will get poked by the red man. Right. Or method man with his pitchfork. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking uh, of which, did you see the new, uh, did you see the new review of the new method man album on pitchfork media? No, yeah, I don't think that's a real thing. Okay. What was it? I, I think a sentence I just made up because it had both <laughs> method man and pitchforks in it. Hey, tell us about your Christmas. What what'd you do? Uh we had uh Kevin and I had our had our moms over and uh wow, and that our, was really and sweet. Our girlfriends and we we had a we had a, a six-way Christmas fiasco. What girlfriends? Uh, uh our imaginary girlfriends. We had to hire some prostitutes to pretend to be our girlfriends so that our moms wouldn't think we were gay. <laughs> uh, just like every year. Uh, yeah, um, right. No, we did we did, you know, got Opened some stockings with some stuff. I, I got everybody stockings uh, early in the year. So this girl that I dated a while back had a had a tradition. Uh, her family had a tradition that I actually liked a lot, which was like they even as adults, like everybody had a stocking, and you know you just get little things and throw them in there, and like yeah. they weren't even necessarily always candy and stuff, but it was like you know maybe like a little miniature crescent wrench, yeah, or whatever. Crane's parents do that. I yeah. I get a stocking at their house. I like it. I yeah, like it too. because it's an opportunity to buy a bunch of little things. Right. Like every once in a while I'll see something and I'm like, boy, that's really small. I would like to own that. I would oh. like to buy that object, but I don't have any use for it. It doesn't matter if you have any use for it, if you're going to give it to somebody else. That's now it's true. your problem. Yeah. Have you, you're going to have to lug it around. Have you ever completely uh, wiped out the Christmas presents for the Christmas stockings? No. Okay. No. It's just uh, sometimes it's I do it. Some years I do a shitty job of buying Christmas presents and then so it's kind of like I didn't get anybody any Christmas presents. Right. All How I many got. family members do you have to buy for? Uh not very many family members. Usually okay. just my mom. But I, you know, I got buddies. What mm-hmm. do you buy your mom? Yeah, that's a good fucking question. Yeah. This year she told me what she wanted. She wanted like a Roku. Well, she asked me if there was a thing that did a certain thing and I was like, "Yes, a Roku." And she said, "I want one of those." Huh, okay. Yeah. So I need to probably call her and say, I'm sorry, what is a up. Roku? It's like a thing that oh. lets you watch Netflix streaming on your television. Mm-hmm. It's just like this wireless thing that like right. connects to connects to internet videos. Like it yeah. does like Hulu and... Like Apple TV, right? Doesn't that do that? Yeah, but I think you, that Apple TV requires some sort of integration with a Mac. Oh, I And see. my mom's a PC lady because my it. mom is a lady who gets all of her computers from me. So Right. PC. Mm-hmm. You'd yeah. fish him out of the dumpster and be like, "Oh, Mama, I got you a PC." Yeah, I got it. Was, it was really expensive. 
And she was like, oh, thank you, son. In 1984. Yeah. 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 It was beige. It was beige Windows plastic. Windows 4, baby. <laughs> I don't think that's a real operating system. There was never I just, a Windows I just 4? wrote Windows 4 on it in Sharpie <laughs> on the glass of the monitor. I drew a little X in the upper right-hand corner. Sure. Uh, son, I can't close this program. I don't know. You don't want Vista. It went up to 7. You'll be good at 4. Yeah. It's stable. It's stable. Yeah. yeah. It's been... That's all they'll use on the space shuttle is my sharpied window that's true. On, that, on all the windows of the space station. Back then, they, they made stuff to last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for those of you who celebrated some kind of uh, gathering for your family, hey, happy gathering for your family. Indeed. Yeah. Happy gathering. Uh, what else is going on? I've been working. And drinking oh, a lot. Well, um, I just came here from uh, my... Nephew's 21st birthday at his parents' house. Yikes. Wait, and he had his 21st birthday at his parents' house? Well, last night. Boring. He had a party at his apartment with his friends, and then they had a power Oh, did they, uh, do, their, power, did they do the power yeah, hour? Power hour. Yeah. Where'd they go? I, Casey's, I think. Yeah. Although I didn't ask because it's a sore subject around his parents, especially oh, yeah. his mother. I tried to take somebody to Casey Moore's for a power hour once, and they were like, that's against the law. You can't do that. Really? Like, dude, fucking no, it's not. Let us in. Nope. I don't see why that's against the law. It's state law. Like, we're just going to go to another bar, you asshole. Right. And you got into another bar. Yeah, we just went to another bar and went because it's totally not against the law. This is why, like, I fucking hate bouncers. That because make of, up rules because of shit like law. that. No, it was like, all right, this is our dumb. Like, you could just say, look, this is our dumb rule, and I'm not letting you in. But don't try to tell me that it's fucking state law when it's just not. Right. Because you know you can't argue with it. You can argue with a bouncer. You don't get anywhere. No. You maybe get punched. You maybe get your arm twisted sure. around behind you and yeah. hurled out they into the street for no reason. That's that happens cool. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the arbitrary bouncer dumb law, and for whatever reason, you're not wearing the right shirt, or I don't want to let you in for whatever reason. You're out. Maybe if Have you had you a bigger been... rack. You ever been hurled <laughs> out of a bar by a, by a bouncer? Yeah. Have you been thrown out? Um, no. I come from a place where uh, if you are good, I've puked in the uh, toilet. On the way to the toilet, three hurls before I got actually to the third hurl into the toilet. And then I just left on my own recognizance. And that was totally sufficient. Really? So you, you were that drunk and you didn't out. start any fights with anybody? No, no. See, if I get to the... I get, I get fighting drunk way before I get puking drunk. <laughs> I just start... I whip out a... I, I keep a wallet full of shurikens. And I just start uh-huh. throwing them at people left and right. Especially like if there's a kid with a balloon, I will throw a shuriken and right. try and pop his balloon. Because so I think it'd be funny. I get a, I get a mischievous streak in me, right? And I think right. I'm going to pop that kid's balloon with my shuriken. Mm-hmm. And first of all, what's that kid And there's doing so many the small children in the bar. Yeah, right why now? is that kid at the bar? And what, like, it must be his birthday or something. Like, oh, okay. They let oh, that's him, they why let him in because it's his birthday. That's the state law. That's if right. it's your birthday, yeah. you yeah. can go to a bar no matter how old you are. Let mm-hmm. me dip into my shurikens and ruin this poor boy's birthday yeah that's why i always get kicked out sometimes mm-hmm. i accidentally hit the kid right um, sometimes i accidentally hit somebody else remember uh remember when our friends had that big board uh leaned up against the fence and a bunch of shurikens for throwing at that board i don't remember that and then somebody else had some saw blades uh I that you can remember throw. that it's harder maybe? than you think to throw a circular a saw, blade? saw blade without cutting yourself exactly that's yeah. true <laughs> How did, how did you cut yourself? But well, when the saw blade exits uh, your your hand, yeah. it, it will sometimes you know it's like so a saw blade is a thing that's designed to cut while in it all is directions spinning right yeah right. and so throwing it out of your hand and trying to put as much spin on it as you can like you you can't really 
You can't really be surprised. So you weren't right? knuckleballing it. You yeah. were really flicking it f- oh, for yeah. right. maximum rotation. Yeah. What you need to yeah. do is you need to make a uh, rotating saw blade uh, gun. Or like an atlatl. Yeah. You need to use a saw blade atlatl. You get some extra. That's not going to work at all. It might. That uh, will only work for a projectile. It's not going to work for a rotating blade. You don't think? What about? I doubt it. You know what? Okay, one of those clay pigeon things, because those spin, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, those yeah, that's right. Really if you want to launch them for shooting, sure, an atlatl might work. What fine. would you shoot a saw blade with? With a gun. Like a different saw blade. <laughs> um, you have another guy on the other side with his own saw blade atlatl. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm thinking poison darts. <clears throat> that's what Oh, yeah, shoot. you try to poison the saw blade, so that's it was like, right. oh, it was dead before it hit the ground. Pull! <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Yeah. These, Roy, these are all great Christmas gift ideas for next year. Roy, have you ever gotten thrown out of a bar? Uh, no. <laughs> but I have walked out of a bar while you were being thrown out. <laughs> That's true. That was, I really didn't do anything no, you didn't. to that guy or really at all. Uh, I, I mouthed off and, you know, sort of that, then that put me in the wrong. But I... Uh, he acted. Mouthed off to in, who? In I don't remember if I, t- I don't remember if I told this story on on this podcast or not. But I mouthed off in a real nerdy way. Like this guy, I was waiting for you to come out of the bathroom. Like it was it was ten minutes before you had to leave sure. the bar. Yeah, and we were wrapping. And the, the bouncers just like stomping around saying, "Everybody, last call. Time to go. Time to get out of here." Uh, and I'm like, "All right, well, I'm just gonna wait till Roy gets out of the bathroom, and I'm just gonna sit here." I wasn't even really drunk. We hadn't been there that long. Uh, and I was sitting there, and the guy walked up, and he was like, "Time to go." He saw that I wasn't drinking. He walked off. He came back. I told you it was time to go. And I said, nah, I left already. It's just it's just taking a while for the light to get to you. And he just like stomped across the porch, grabbed my arm and twisted it back behind my back and like marched me out and just threw me out into the street. That was unnecessary. For, yeah, for making like a dumb physics joke mm-hmm. when he told me that I should leave before. Maybe he hated physics. Yeah, and then he wouldn't tell me his name. And right. It, yeah. And it was like, did you oh, inquire as on. to what his name was? Yeah, I did because I was like, I want to tell me your name and your badge number, bed. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to bitch Bartender. about it. Then when I came, I came back in like a few days later, and the waitress apologized to me. That was good enough. Sure. And I think they fired that guy probably for being a douche. He was not there later. Yep. I mean, not for long. Maybe he got fired for that. Maybe. Hey, we heard you were mean to Zach. Someday he's going to make a podcast and talk, uh, about, talk about it, and then we'll reflect poorly on our bar. I bet exactly. you were wearing a mustache and a goatee, dickhead, bouncer guy. Actually, oh, I was... thought you were t- talking about Zach having a goatee. This was uh, this was previous to the mustache uh, the No, mustache that's revolution. my theory. It was Dudes a fake, oh, with like a mustache a and a goatee, the little whatever, the little square mm-hmm. on their mouth, that is a clear indicator that you're a dick. Yeah. Really? Yeah, managerial, bartender, whatever. If you wear that type of facial hair, you're a real asshole. Wow. In true or case, no? Boy. Oh, whether or not it's true, you're saying it. Is no, true saying. or no? I mean, seriously, think about the people that you've had managerial in your life who have a stash that goes down to a goatee and it just goes down, you know, it goes uh, vertically down there uh, across the sides of their mouth underneath their chin and that's all they have in terms of their facial hair those dudes are dicks are you just basing this on one boss that you had that you no didn't like that several had a goatee? several I, that's I the thing wow. most of my bosses touched the nerve well i'm just saying I, i'm curious about a very this theory. sensitive dick nerve <laughs> no i mean 
Okay, so I come from Indiana. I've only had managerial experience with a certain amount of people, so I'm curious as how it relates to uh, Arizona. But folks who kind of rock that like uh, frontal facial hair thing, like a Fuddruckers manager, are they dicks? Was this when you worked at Fuddruckers? I don't know, man. Most of my bosses in my long-term jobs were women. Huh. And did they have mustaches? They did. Well, sort of. Yeah. But they were the, like the wispy, yeah. like middle-aged lady mustache. Like, I got you an epilated This girl. is like, I have dogs instead of a husband. That's what that mustache says. It doesn't say like, I'm a dick. <laughs> no, it says they're a dick. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, maybe they are. That's Maybe that's why they can't catch a man. <laughs> uh, I would like to remind listeners, if you have this type of facial hair, please let us know if you're a dick or not. Yeah. Well, only if you're a man. Only if you have people under you. No, exactly. we need to remind the listeners that if they have people who supervise them with that type of facial hair, are they dicks? Let oh, yes. Know. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know if you're. That's right. If they're dicks. It seems to be recurrent. Like, I don't know, some and, kind of compensatory thing. Oh yeah, like you got maybe you got like a weak chin, and so you grow a goatee and turn into an asshole because you're worried that one of those two things won't be enough to make people believe that you're sure. a real man, even though you maybe. got a weak chin. Maybe yeah. that's it. Folks don't know to manage here, and they, hypothesis. Uh, folks don't know to su- how to supervise, and so they grow facial hair to kind of try oh, to. Oh, that's oh, their I managerial style They're is like, facial hair. Like, they were like, maybe if I grow a beard, my words will be louder, and people oh. will do them. Sure. Well, yeah. what they say. I see that. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I put this around my mouth, people will do it. <laughs> um, do you see like all a... the hair streaming from my lips? Yeah, it's it, it, like it really like it wiggles when they yell and it, it like accentuates. Right. It's like the command it draws your attention to that mouth. So you listen to it. It's a power mouth. You and your insubordination. I'm not going to stand for this anymore. And you're going to have to deal with me and all that I'm saying and the directives of the higher-ups you're gonna have to do this see i mean maybe this is a problem with you right because i don't i don't know that i ever got in trouble for insubordination i don't know you're that i ever mu- did anything insubordinate no, you, you didn't yeah, follow, follow an order i think i did direct order. i think i followed every order I, I don't think i ever violated a directive you know it's great that you don't have this mustache goatee it is really a nice um feather yeah. in your cap that you, you know um <clears throat> Kelly does bring up a good point. Maybe this is why uh, we don't listen to you at work. Oh, yeah? It's yeah. because I don't have enough of a goatee. Yeah, <laughs> when you have a goatee, maybe we do listen. Wow. And when can... you shave it off, we don't. That yeah, sucks. your little wispy sideburns don't command any respect. Oh, um, yeah. yes, Yeah, I, I think you're right. Wow, and I was just admiring them in the mirror, and I was thinking, boy, do I like my sideburns and Kelly, but now I don't like either of them. <laughs> uh <clears throat> I don't think I've had. I haven't had a goatee in a really long time. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But I have. I wasn't anybody's boss back then, so I don't know. I I have mm-hmm. a picture of me where I borrowed somebody's airplane captain hat, and I wore that and a goatee, and I was like, "Wow, I look forty years older than I am in that picture." Huh. I think I'm going to get rid of both of these things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I still had that captain's you gave hat. Up flight school. That would make for some sexy role playing. Yeah. That's like, true. I would put that on and nothing else, and play a bunch of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> I have a German policeman's cap. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? You uh, do you interrogate your wife? <laughs> sure. With it, do you swing a bare <laughs> a bare light bulb into her eye while she's tied to a chair? Mm-hmm. No, this is new New Germany policeman. Uh, and so it's like a Devo hat. <laughs> it used to belong to a police lady, so it's a little bit too small for my hat. Oh, okay. The hat looks the same. They're not different. Do German policemen have mustaches? Uh, some do, yeah. I I think it's a 
common common thing. What's Facial a good hair What's a good German beard? Uh, what it's called? Yeah, is there like a German beard style? I, the Dusseldorfer. <laughs> I don't know. Let's say that that's one. That's that a, is not something that I explored while while I lived there. The Frankfurterer. Uh, yeah, the yeah. Schlecker. Yeah, the Roy, I like these. I, I like these things. Because Roy is rocking a clear mustache. There is like a really good mustache, and then you've got the Amish beard. Mm-hmm. And of course, we realize that like Amish people, in uh, other get than, laid all the time. No, um, and yeah, they go on a rumspringer. In lieu of yeah. that's what you a, call that beard style, a rumspringer. <laughs> in lieu of wearing a ring on their left hand index finger. Um, or ring finger, they uh, grow a beard underneath their beard, or they grow a beard underneath their chin, and that is their... Oh, that signifies that they're married? That's right. And so you've kind of got like an interesting hybrid going on Oh, that's why the Amish Mm -hmm. club songs are like, if you liked him, then you should have grown a beard on him. (laughs) Uh, So if I have both, does that mean that I'm a a bigamist, according to Amish? Um, I'm not entirely sure. Do you drive a car? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's probably the least. That's probably the least of their problems with you. Then is, I your, is your two wives. <laughs> it's more that I have a truck. Yeah. Yeah. And that the, you're talking into a microphone. That's true. That's true. So if any Amish listeners are listening, uh, we don't mean any offense. Yeah. yeah. Well, it would only be fellas on their Rumspringer, and they're exactly. so drunk. They're, they're so dr- they're so the drunk and probably want. on mushrooms. That's true. Because that, that's what you do when you're on your Rumspringer. You go into town, and everybody's like, "Whoa, here comes another Rumspringerman," and they like bust out Spring. the mushrooms. Every store just puts up the signs. It's like here mushrooms, ninety nine cents. Mushrooms, ninety eight cents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they yeah. have to uh, battle it out. Stiff competition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh. you've got some wild hairs going out of their soul patch there. They yeah. don't grow the soul patch. That is a real deviation for you as well. Really? In addition huh. to the a mustache. It, it sounds like whatever I do, I just can't be a... a yeah, also there are uh, buttons on your shirt, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, you should be using hooks and loops. Oh, okay. And yeah. there's like off-colored silk. Yeah, Jesus didn't use any buttons, buddy. Yeah. This is a, a present that my wife got me. She got me a lot of clothes, and they're all very colorful and make me look kind of like a fancy man. You look pretty. You awesome. do look like a fancy man. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna comment mm-hmm. on that Did when you, see my when socks? you came in here. These, uh, I saw purple argyle socks. I saw some of your socks uh, yesterday. They had some stripes on them, and I was like, that doesn't look like a Roy sock. But now I know that you got yeah. them for Christmas. Damn, Roy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she hooked me up. I don't remember if I got some T-shirts for Christmas, but you I don't did. think anybody got me any socks. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, I, I'm real particular about my socks. I uh, every once in a while I throw away all my socks and buy all new socks. Oh, right. So they're all the my same socks color. Are the same. But these are all dress socks. You keep dress socks. I keep dress socks. Yeah. Because those are you don't have to worry about getting a bad pair, right? Like you can always tell if two dress socks match. Yeah. But if you get like a bunch of different kinds of like just you know athletic socks for like wearing under your sneaks or whatever, sneaks is what I like to call them. Uh huh. Um, chub chubs. Your trainees. I got some chub chub Chad Taylors. <laughs> Um, they're very stylish. Uh, chubs, they call those. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> do you have some five finger socks at all? Uh, no, I would not do that. I saw you. You with your, uh, you had your split toe uh, designed for being a douche, wearing socks and sandals. That's right. That's yeah, absolutely right. It's like yeah. you know what? It's really inconvenient to wear socks with these sandals. And instead of uh, like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't do that. Then uh, they're like, nope. I'm going to make some special socks just for that. Well, exactly. I mean, if you want to wear socks, if you don't want to have bare feet and 
run in uh, flip-flops, then you have the Air Rift socks. They're split toe, and they actually correspond to a particular type of shoe. That were like that, right? That is modeled after the uh, Kenya Marathon runners, and then you can rock it. That's um, that's really quite amazing. Um, so I uh, make no apologies for that. But I'm really curious about what you got for uh, Christmas, Zach. You know, what else did you get for Christmas? What did I receive for yeah, Christmas? Or what did, did I buy receive? people for Christmas? No, and what he's not receive? talking about the Christmas morning BJ. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's just you like You got a Christmas other. morning BJ? It's just like any other day. Was it a morning? Then yes. Oh, was, was it the old E-Dog? Every day, every day is Christmas. Every day is Christmas in Zach's house. <clears throat> he demands it. Um, what did I get? I got a saxophone. Which is pretty cool. Nice. Uh, I got I got video game. I got uh, t-shirts. I got a, like a kinetic sculpture. Really? I got a sweet bicycle horn. Okay. Yeah. It's like honk 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 honk. Huh. I was like, yeah, like that. A goose horn. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. This is. Okay. It was a good Christmas. Got some books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you get for other people? What did I get for other people? I got Kevin and I a bottle of scotch. Um. I got my girlfriend a sweet Adventure Time keychain set that she had her eye nice. on at the uh, at the Circus Circus An Hotel Adventure Casino. Time keychain set. Yes, uh, I got her a bicycle. She got to have an buy. adventure by virtue of her keychain. No, it was a no, Adventure Time. Which adventure Time is a, a cartoon, which is a cool show. Okay, um, which I got you an Adventure Time DVD. I know. I'm pretty excited so now about you can that. Watch them. And I got a sweet uh, wireframe uh, chicken to keep eggs in. Mm-hmm. Like an egg gathering basket that them. looks like a chicken. Yeah, yeah. Normally, I just use my hands, but now mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Now I can just like ignore the chickens for weeks at a time because I'm. Like, oh, I can just carry all those eggs. I'm just gonna Into let them. The metal chicken. Gonna let them pile up. Yeah, I acquired that from from our friends uh, Wes and Rachel. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What did somebody? They're my source. Did no, they found it, it and then I got it from. They that. found it like on the ground. They found it at. Uh, a place. They found it wrapped around one of their chickens in yeah. their yard. One of the somebody somebody was trying to kidnap the chicken. Exactly. Uh, built a cage, and they were like, "Well, we don't want to waste any of our wire, right? So let's build this cage as small as possible. Sure. It, so let's make it shape like a chicken. It can also be used for the dangerous chickens to be isolated. Oh yeah, it's like a Hannibal Lecter <laughs> chicken holder. Yeah, absolutely. Get a little hockey mask for a chicken. And yeah. Lay eggs. Yeah. Roll it around on a wheeled cart. Don't let it near the other chickens. It uh, it ta- it just talks them into killing themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you're looking very good, Clarice. Guys, we're, we've got a rare opportunity here to bring uh, bring a third perspective, a perspective that doesn't normally get brought to our listeners that mm-hmm. are in need of our help, and I and I think we should get to it. But uh, before we get to it, let's have a cocktail. Let's do that. So this here cocktail is called the Matador, and Roy produced this because I I was so busy working today that I didn't even get to go home in between my hard day's work and the and the podcast and your so. hard day's night. Uh, the Matador is one part tequila, two parts pineapple juice, one teaspoon lime juice, and you're supposed to shake it well and strain it into a chilled cocktail glass. Garnish with a lime slice. Did you chill the cocktail glasses? I did actually. Nice. I put them in the freezer, and the. Uh, they were chilled for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's no, really it's good. good. You like it? Absolutely. I think it's really refreshing. I think it's because I I juiced the pineapple so that we would have fresh squeezed juiced. Did pineapple. you use like a mechanical juicer? Yeah. To do this? Yeah, I put. Do you two, have one of those? We have one. Did you just drop the whole pineapple in, or did you have to peel it? No, I had to uh, peel it and cut it into little slices. Mm. So it's so not as if you bought a pe- a can of sliced pineapple and then. 
pour the juice into this. Well, this the okay. sugary syrup. Yeah, uh, I did. That would also be pretty. I good. was actually looking for those. Um, I did not think that we had enough pineapple juice, so I had to go to a liquor store because it is late right now, and uh, nearby the office, that's the only place that has pineapple juice. Remember so I did. when grocery stores were open twenty four hours a day? <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't know if you guys were gonna wait. Oh, yes, I do remember that. Yeah, don't you're you're sidestepping the question, Roy. Good. I'm glad you remember that. Yes. I remember what you asked me just now. This is the memory test portion of the show. <coughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, I did supplement it with a little canned pineapple juice, but it is mostly fresh And some juice, candied pineapple. pineapple. You know what's been bugging me lately about about uh, stuff is, <laughs> is the time of, this is the time of year when you're, you're like, all right, time to get out of my shitty habits that I've developed over these holidays, season oh, times. Right. Try to, try to get back into, like, eating better and not being a big old fatty lardo not drinking not, so much cream yeah not drinking yeah literally just every day like a gallon of heavy cream because i don't know what kind of cream you're supposed to get uh you know y- you don't you don't go like uh you don't go to the gym nobody does that for christmas no. it's like oh, i woke up early christmas morning and i went and got on a got on an elliptical that's yeah, how i decided that, to ring I don't in know. jesus's new With year my welterweight cream so you get you get out here and you, you're like, well, it's time. It's after Christmas now. It's like a work week. I'm getting back into the swing of things. Time to start eating better. Except every fucking surface everywhere is covered with a giant pile of goddamn cookies and shit. Right, or peanut brittle or... It's just everywhere. Some other Why type did, of allergen. So now my mom, uh, just like all of her customers at the bank, like they'll give her a bunch of candy. And she gives and them to you. Yeah, and she doesn't want it laying around, so she brings it to me because she was like, yeah, I my... Yeah, my son could be fatter. Well, you know, this came up tonight, and I was suggesting that you just throw it out in your yard for the birds. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then the birds will get diabetes. Birds love peanut brittle. Yeah, well, they love they 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 have no self-control, man. No, they don't. Birds are like college kids. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll just eat as much peanut brittle as you put in front of them. That's, That's the thing true. about college kids. It's yeah. just as many stopgasses as you can get to the landfill. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many other people could I possibly give this stuff to before they get to the landfill? That's true. Yeah, that's right. Because that's where it's all going. Well, you know who you should feed it to? The human centipede. Yeah, oh, right. A lot of stuff. A lot of so people get to, a lot of people enjoy, get to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Because eating poop from the anus of another person and then shitting out to another takes a lot of carbohydrate energy. Sure. Yeah, that's right. So you need yeah. to get them a lot of skills. I, you know... um, I don't necessarily uh, want to watch that movie, but but I feel that it has a very positive message about sharing uh, resources, mm-hmm. finite resources. You have no idea what you're talking about. It's, uh, you know, the idea of the movie is worse than the execution of the movie. It's not mm. seeing it just wouldn't accomplish anything. There's kind of a funny picture of a, of a dog um, <laughs> that's made out of three dogs. Um in the, Cerberus. Be- in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, sort of. It's not a little little different configuration, but right. yeah. Just put wrong. Uh its name was its name was Dryhund. Really? Yep. Huh. That was the name of the dog. That's stupid. It's a German man. Right. <laughs> oh man. right, of course. Yeah, the crazy mad scientist guy? German guy. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh so you we we had the uh we we proved that an advice hot dog meetup is capable of drawing fully one advice hot dog. Yeah, meetup. that was awesome. We didn't give people a lot of notice and there probably weren't a lot of local people. No. Yeah. I wasn't actually expecting anybody else to show up, but we just thought, you know, we're going to go have a drink with uh with our buddy Tlenze. T-Lens. 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 We were going to ask him how to I pronounce was, his name. We did. No. I I think he said T-Lens. Oh, okay, cool. I was I was pretty drunk. It was fun. Uh, so, so thank you for coming. And uh, you know, next year in Jerusalem, is that a thing? 
Yeah, that's do what we have to go to Jerusalem next Passover. year? Passover. Yeah, I, I know. But oh, you're saying yes. Uh, all future advice hot dog meetups are in Jerusalem. Cool. Can we have one in Dubai? Uh, atop the the pinnacle of the Burj Khalifa. Yes, of course. Let's do it. Yeah, I got some special gloves that let me climb up it. Really? Yeah, swing around. Hmm, it's pretty scary. Is that how he did that? Mm-hmm. M- Mr. Tom Cruise. Yes, Mr. With Tom spe- Cruise. Special gloves. Special magical gloves. Huh? They were kind of unreliable. Oh, and that was okay. part of the, so he that slipped. was part of the thrill. Yeah. Got it. Wow, it's pretty thrilling. Have you have you seen that? Are you gonna see Mission Impossible? Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited. You know, it's so interesting that Tom Cruise is, you know, such a pariah in like the uh, Scientology arena, except that he does these amazing movies that if you see them in IMAX, it's just like, oh, my God, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol is so rad and I can't believe it. I mean, there has to be something to this thing. You can't just discount Hollywood actors for being shit. Until, you know, for nothing except when they come out with these movies, it's just like, oh, my God, this is an amazing expenditure of resources and talent in order to make this amazing, uh, you know, surreal, completely uh, otherworldly experience for us to experience and then, um, you know, applaud it. And yet the person who is doing it is kind of universally... Um, derided as being a, um, you know, subhuman person for being in the world of Scientology. And his wife just did Jack and Jill, all right? Wow, she, she was, was in, in Jack and Jill? She was the wife in Jack and Jill, well, dude. I didn't see Jack and Jill. Oh, I just you assumed Jane Cole was in Jack and Jill. I assumed that the wife was also Adam Yeah, Singular. yeah, I would have expected it was Adam Or, no, or that was that, the wife. And uh, So every player that wasn't, every character that wasn't played by Adam Sandler was played by Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> was his wife like a fat woman? He was like, "Why are you so crazy?" <laughs> was it Martin Lawrence? Was it Martin Lawrence in a big mama suit? That's right. Wow. No, no. Did you no, actually see the true. movie Jack and Joe? Yeah. Did you see Jack? Of and course Jill? not. But I mean, okay. uh, Katie Holmes was in there with Adam Sandler, and I mean, it was green lighted, and it got universally, uh, critically um, panned, panned for its. Horrible thing. Al you know, you know where that uh, the origin of that phrase is when uh, critics who were angry at a movie of poor quality would throw bread at the screen. What? So it's panned. Yeah, they were panned. Uh huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hey, they're Mexican movie critics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, it's good to know. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Every and when it was dessert, something about a word. Yeah. It was dessert time? It'd be flanned. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it was. It was universally flanned. <laughs> <clears throat> when they're preparing the when they're preparing the the pan, it would get pammed. Mm, yeah. Did they use pam in Mexico? They called it palm. <laughs> uh, during wartime, wouldn't it get spammed? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'd, you'd plant a victory garden. You'd grow uh, some clams. Because <laughs> on Friday, you can't eat. You know, sure, you can't have a victory steak. Right. Uh, peppered. They really peppered that movie with gunfire. Mm-hmm. That comes from pepper. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what else you got here? Uh, you, you oh, we some... have some old news, right? So, yeah, right. Um, we we asked people to send us some comments. So, I I have some of these. Yeah, it's really exciting. And uh, Sean, Sean tells us, uh, no advice. I just heard all your book suggestions on the last podcast, and they were much appreciated. So, I thought I'd share a book suggestion that falls under that young adult fiction sort of category. If you've never read the Never Ending Story, do it. 
I know the book is always better than the movie, but this is just so much better than the movie. It is staggering. I really couldn't recommend it more. And I would have to agree without having read that book that it is probably so much better because I recently watched The NeverEnding Story again, and it is just ridiculous. Yeah, doesn't hold up? No. Ridiculous in what way? It's just so melodramatic uh, to the point that, you know, it's, well, it's funny, you know? Yeah. Books often convey a nuance that movies can't. I don't know. You know, The Princess Bride, the book was pretty good, but I think the movie was better than the really? book. Really? Yeah. Okay. I never read the book. Um, the the uh, Fight Club movie was better than the book, I think. Mm. No, it's I, a toss-up. I don't think it's always. I don't think it's, it's interesting. Always, Zach true. is advocating for the movie. I'm just saying that it's not always the case. Uh, sure. You know? So I mean, I would say Clockwork Orange book and movie are equally good, but they diverge. So they're just yeah, good in a different way. You know, I would say that One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. The movie was better than the book. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think I would say that. Does he say "fuck the wife" a lot in the movie? I don't remember if that character exists. Okay. Because in the movie, one. yeah, okay, that was pretty good. And Colonel Matterson, Colonel Matterson was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. you make up a Colonel Matterson cocktail one? Yeah, it was just a bunch of it was a bunch of stuff that you said while making a gin and tonic, <laughs> and then the Ruckley was you just say "fuck the wife" and then drink a beer. That was that was that cocktail. Got it. Okay. Um, There's some. We got a lot of uh, suggestions on young adult fiction, which uh, which I thought was interesting. We the got Office a Troll there. suggests uh, the Mistborn series, and then uh, Alcatraz versus the Evil Librarians, absurdist fantasy. You gotta watch that though. You gotta watch it. Uh, a lot of people try to out Douglas Adams, Douglas Adams, and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Just let the man rest. He's but, he's dead. Uh, yes. Don't write things like Douglas Adams. And I don't know if I don't know if this is like that or not. I just assume yeah, that it is. Either. Anytime something is described as absurd. Mm-hmm. I would just assume that it's like a Terry Hatcher book. Terry Hatcher. I know what I said. Terry Gar. <laughs> this is a Jennifer Garner book. Uh, the Zap ladies say, hey, Zach and Roy, I'm glad you like the shirts. Thanks for taking them. Uh, thanks for talking about the sorority on the show. We're in the middle of finals, but I took a moment to gather the What's girls. What's sorority? Zap. Yeah. Uh, Zel- Zelda Omicron Feta. <laughs> okay. Zap ladies. are. <laughs> Do you remember um, where they? The were only from? one of those that is actually a Greek letter w- was not uh, didn't actually correspond with the, the letter that it was. So I don't know. Uh, uh, we're in the middle of finals, but I took a moment to gather the girls to listen, and everybody loved it. They can't stop talking about how we're famous now. Kenyon is co-ed. Bill Watterson actually went here, but we do tend toward the academic type, which is my polite way of explaining why we had so many larges left over. Oh, you mean because all of the ladies at that college are are so so committed to their studies that they don't even have time Likely to eat. Likely story. So they're, uh, so no, they're, they're smalls. Yeah, they're all under underweight. Uh, my apartment mates are still considering the many other suggestions you made, but I will make sure to go to my exams this week. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Thank you, Zap ladies. We were very excited about uh, yeah, first like your package and crossing. and uh, your comments. That was the Amish crossing shirts, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And for everyone who has uh, sent in shirts, um, thank you very much. And please know that I am. Uh, going to send them all out i'm hoping next week because i did finally go through all of my shirts and i picked out all the possible candidates that i think would be uh appropriate so thank you and we still have another four or five spots if people want to by possible candidates shirt. you mean like shirts that are like d- dukakis for president right uh-huh yeah you got a lot of those i do because you bought you were like yeah i this, love this is dukakis gonna, this is gonna stay relevant yeah Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's weird you're the same size as you were when Dukakis was running that's true that's Geraldine strange. Ferraro oh right 
So uh, I'm gonna get a Ferrari and name it Geraldine Ferrari. Isn't that a good name for a car? Yeah, that is. Yeah. Do you generally name your cars? No. Do you uh, my current car is named calling? Airwolf, uh, but, <laughs> but that was only because I was put on the spot and forced to name it. I see. Yeah. And girls you, name you? their cars. I generally name my cherry uh, flavoring Geraldine um, Ferraro and make a Roy Rogers after that. What now? Now is your car name that? What now? Yeah. Uh, what I now? normally I, I normally uh, uh, pour uh, pour some uh, some uh, some sweet red syrup uh, into some spherical candies and make a uh, grenadine Ferrero Rocher. Thank you. Thank you for finishing that thought for me, Zach. I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, ben wrote, some time ago I wrote in because I was worried about coming back from Scotland with a Scottish accent. As an Englishman, it would be a terrible burden to bear. Turns out pretty much everyone in my university is Asian, not Scottish, so it's all good. On an unrelated note, I need to buy an engine for my car. Where would I go to buy this, and how would I go about buying it? Kind yeah. regards. In England, where do you go to buy it? No, I, yes. don't, I don't know about England, but what I did recently, because I did actually buy a new engine for, for my truck, is I went to the dealer. Um, and had them do it there. Which dealer? I think the, in, the Toyota dealer. Okay. In England, they call that the Charlie. <laughs> the Charlie. Yeah. Go to the Charlie. Go to the Charlie. Uh, ask and him, get your motor box. Yeah. Replaced. Ask him for a new uh, for a new go box for your lorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did a little uh, comparison shopping, and it was pretty much the same, and they had a much better warranty. Uh, at the dealership. And now your car is making a weird rattling noise that you're nervous about. No, it's making a squeaking noise that it was making before. Mm. So I think it's something else. Do you think it's the engine elves? <laughs> it could be. Have you... <laughs> they're, they're just settling down. They, they need a sure. little time to well, adjust. Well, the, the, I mean, the acid is starting to wear off. Right, so. it is. Those were machine elves, not engine elves, but I'm sure they're related to Terrence McKenna's machine elves. Um, once you open up the doors of perception inside the valve covers of your engine, there's no, there's no closing them. You know, the Pandora, Pandora's alternator has been <laughs> turned over. Well, this fellow like thinks that it's going to be a terrible embarrassment or embarrassment to bear in order to be a Scotsman with an, uh, or a, I'm sorry, an Englishman with a Scottish accent. I don't quite understand that. That, well, that's because um, you can't tell the difference between those two accents, but they can. Yeah, I no, I realize that that's true. How many people in the state of Arizona are going to be able to? Um, yeah, but I Scottish think he still and lives in England. Yeah, like, I think he still lives in in England. Is the no, thing? No, no. Yeah, coming back from Scotland with a Scottish accent sure. as an Englishman. How is he an Englishman in Scotland? Um, I think well, he, just he like just the represented in New York. I realize, like one time you went to Canada and that didn't make you Canadian, right? Sometime ago, I, don't think I so, wrote right? in because but I was Central worried American. about coming back from Scotland with a Scottish accent. As an Englishman, it would be a terrible burden to bear. I have mm. no idea what this person's. Well, he's saying he's from be. England he's an and then he went to Scotland to I'm go to school. I'm not sure. You need to reread that. That there's he's he's uh, mixing up the message. Quite so you're saying thoroughly. that he's already been affected by by going to school in Scotland. Oh right, like this, this is a sentence that doesn't make any sense, like That's something right. a Scotsman would say. That's I right. say try using a Scottish accent and reading that. I, uh -huh. I'm sure it'll make sense. Uh, you need to say "cunt" a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. If trans nay nay 
uh-huh. some time ago count i was ro- <laughs> i wrote and because i was worried about coming back from scotland with a scottish sanction as an englishman it would be a terrible burden to bear it turns out pretty much every everyone at my university is asian not scottish so it's all good <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty good okay. for an Yeah, Arizona. deconstruct that one. Good work. I think yeah, I understand I, what he's saying. I think you're Canadian. No, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, hey, Richard in Canada, speaking of which, this is one of your countrymen, Kelly, says, here's something I've been wondering, and I know that your podcast was the only place I could turn to for a thoughtful and sensitive response. Why is it that in our society, dudes dressing up like ladies is frequently considered comedic and not seen as offensive to women the way that white people putting on blackface is slash was? Mm-hmm. That's completely different. Why? Why is it different? Oh, and because uh, as people don't choose to, women to be women. They, they do choose to be black. <laughs> so, so you can... Right. Uh, I would not put those two on the same uh, level of offense by any means. I mean, the thing now is that you can dress like whoever the fuck you want. So first, I just don't think it's necessarily uh, as funny as it used to be, which is, you know, oh, my God, that man is wearing a lady's dress. I I guess it kind of depends on who you who you ask. And maybe if you ask like a militant feminist, they would disagree. But I think that. The relationship between whites and blacks is often more fraught with a sort of an imperialist legacy mm-hmm. than the relationship between men and women. Yes. Right. And so it's, uh, you know, there's there's less uh, there's less uh, sensitive uh, buttons to push there. Maybe. Sure. Now, is this militant uh, militant feminist wearing fatigues? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so she's dressed like a man. That's mm-hmm. offensive to me. That's offensive to me as an army guy. Mm-hmm. When a militant feminist is wearing it, wearing some camos, mm-hmm. a camo stall. But, but uh, Israeli soldier women, they wear <clears throat> camos. Uh, sometimes a woman will like put tape across her breasts uh, so that she can pretend to be a boy and play on the high school football team. That's true. That does happen. I've, I've learned that. We we had a female football player. Didn't you dress like a woman sometimes in high school? Absolutely, all the time. What'd you do that for? Yeah, for comedic effect. Well, I was offensive. raised in theater, so I was totally cool with um, dressing as a woman all the time. Oh, so, so you were like, on oh, Shakespeare's Day, my part would have totally been played by a woman. Absolutely. And I was willing and ready and able to uh, portray a woman on the stage. Where'd you get dresses hmm. in your size? Uh, it didn't have anything to do with dresses. It just had to do with leggings and a skirt. I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get skirts in your size? Well, they were uh, felt stitched by felt by uh, various people. That's pretty easy. I had some hips, man. I was various happy. people. So you had like a by seams- felt by various people. <laughs> you had a team of seamstresses. Felt, that felt put- stitchers. <laughs> it's not so very hard to look like a woman as a man. True or no? I don't know. Uh-huh. Roy's got a Roy's got a big bushy man beard. He doesn't I mean, look like any woman I ever saw, except last... maybe the bearded lady at the Amish Zoo. <laughs> sure, We're talking about age nine <laughs> at the Amish Zoo. Um, you know, I I went to like a drag party, a Valentine's drag party once, and I did shave my legs for that. But I had really sweet sideburns, and I refused to cut those. Oh yeah, off. I, I went to a drag party once and shaved. Uh, I shaved my the bottom part of my legs that was visible uh, through the dress, and I also shaved my armpits because it was a. It was a dress oh, with no strap. sleeves. Oh, okay. That was kind of unpleasant, actually. Having got, that grow back. got pretty razor burned, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was not uh, yeah. not so cool. Also, we went out to a bar after the party and almost got beaten up by hillbillies. That's true. Yeah. Shaving your appendages have nothing to do with being a uh, cross-dresser. 
they often correspond. Yeah, that's right. They correlate, but they have nothing to do with no, whether not, or not you're not. willing to embody the other mm. uh, gender. Sure. Sometimes there are uh, people who dress like another gender the way that God made them. That's right. Well, right, exactly. I mean, gender studies and all that. Oh, have, except for the uh, Right, know, so I'm dressed like a woman, but a woman who doesn't shave her legs and has a dick. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're like dressed like one of those. Mm-hmm. All the time. Uh, Spencer Worley writes, I got stitches in my left thumb after cutting the tendon with a razor knife. How do I put up with two weeks wearing a splint? You know, well, the two weeks are probably over. Yeah, so. so well, cool. Why don't you let us know? How'd you do it? Did you, ever have, did you ever fuck yourself up with a knife? Yes. What'd you do? I cut my uh, left thumb when I was uh, cutting some foam core at work once, and I cut right over, um, like, the corner, right over the, the fingernail. And when it was stitched together, they actually stitched twice through the fingernail Yikes. to keep it together. Did they have to use a drill to get through your fingernail? No, they just, just stuck through it with a needle. Put it, put it right wow, through. Wow, that sucks. And I once cut my leg when I was carving a knife out of wood. <laughs> what were you using? Were you using a gun to carve the knife? <laughs> no, I was using a knife. A different knife. To, a different so knife you were to like, carve a knife. That's not a knife. That's a knife. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> yeah, it was confusing. How about you? Have you cut yourself? Um, yeah, I sliced myself up the back of my, uh, hamstring actually one time. Um, I was gonna, like, take a knife to this dude who was, uh, threatening my, my girlfriend. And I pulled it out from my holster and I pulled it up across the back of my hamstring and actually split the back of my hamstring and a, a bunch what? of glue. Yeah, that's, that's, this is the you thing. You mean in order to threaten someone with a knife, you cut yourself in the that's process. Right. You were like, look, a, I am not afraid to cut a motherfucker's hamstrings. Watch. Look at this. That's right. I'm like, are you going to threaten my girlfriend? And I went to go, go for it and it was like brass knuckles uh, knife. And I went to pull it out and I like... It wasn't down the middle of my hamstring, but kind of across the back of it. And I cut my whole hamstring and I was like, ah. And, and then you um, bled all over him. That's right. Exactly. I, I made a big pool of blood, which frightened him away. Ah, that's, that's a good technique. That's mm -hmm. like a land octopus. That's right. That's right. It was like a pool of ink, only I wasn't able to escape, nor did it obstruct his view in any way, shape, or form. Now, wh where were you hiding this knife? Was it in your boot? No, I just had it with me. I mean, I have well, a Well, where were you? You just had it duct taped to your calf. <laughs> no, I mean, was it sometimes when you walk the streets, pocket? you need a brass knuckle knife ready to go. And I was not prepared to take it out. Yeah, so it was... this was my one time to make it happen and be like, you're not going to threaten my girlfriend. And I went to go for my brass knuckle knife and I went to pull it out from the hip and then I pulled it out and pulled it up, ready to get up. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, I sliced the back of my hamstring okay. and uh, that pretty much ended the whole altercation. What did the guy threaten to do to your girlfriend? Well, he was just saying that I was going to kiss her. I was going to make out with her. Wait, he was saying that you <laughs> that were, gonna you were going to? No, he was going to make out with her. Oh, he was oh. going to make out yeah, with that's her. that's right. He was like, I brushed my teeth. I flossed my teeth. Oh. I'm going to make out with her. She's going to really enjoy it. I'm like, no. I dropped some banaca in this bitch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He sounds polite. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he really cares. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, and he was going to, you know, slit her throat. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was going to give her a Colombian kiss. <laughs> Where you cut somebody's throat and then make out with it. That's right. Are you sure it wasn't oh. a vampire? 
Um, no, he when wanted... when you created the pool of blood on the floor, did it distract him and he dove for it and started lapping it up like a vicious dog? <laughs> That's true. It yeah. was so surreal. Uh, he dead ran giveaway. Away. I mean, making out with my girlfriend's tongue hanging out the middle of her neck was not so much to defer or dissuade her from making out with her. But once I actually sliced the back of my hamstring and, uh, you know, my tendons were flailing on the ground as I was trying to pull them into the back of my leg with my... Um, I was wearing Nike, uh, you know, tights. They were... Nike they were, tights? Yeah, they were, they were running tights. Huh. I needed to keep it together. And, uh, yep, that's it. My chick loved girl, loved dudes with tights, and uh, she she walked away. She just walked away. The other dude, mm-hmm. Wait, what? You're, you're in a pool of your own blood mm-hmm. on the ground, and she walked away from you. She walked away. It was rough, but the Phoenix air is so dry, right, exactly, uh-huh. so that the blood cauterized for a bit, and uh, my... The hamstring on uh, the big gaping wound on my hamstring, it healed up pretty nicely. So, so you must effort. have a sweet scar. Yep, it's pretty nice. I got a lot of questions mm-hmm. about this story, but I'm not going to ask any of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Pretty much true. You don't need to ask. Uh, canker is in <laughs> Chicago, right? Zach, on one of your podcasts, you mentioned getting canker sores. I get them all the time, and they are very painful. Have you ever found something to prevent or make them feel better? Nope. What the fuck is a canker sore? Yeah, like 15% no, of people like get mouth, them mouth all herpes. the time. It's like, it's not, it's like an ulcer inside uh-huh. your mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it fucking I, hurts and lasts a lot of time. Oh, uh, I so, do have a suggestion. Oh, yeah? You can put some baking soda on it? No, no. You uh, Orange juice. Orange juice? Yeah, drink some bleach. <laughs> That's right. As, no, as, no, as no, no. Gargle no, some no. thumbtacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hit your hand with a hammer. Uh, no, what what you do is you get a little um, bottle of clove oil, and then you put a little bit of that on the canker sore, and mm. it numbs it, um, but it also helps in the healing. Yeah. I don't know. I never really found anything that got rid of them any faster than anything else. So th- theoretically, uh, according to Wikipedia, at least, and this was an accident uh, that I discovered this. That you recently this, looked this up? Uh, that toothpaste without uh, sodium lauryl sulfate in it has been shown to reduce the incidence a little bit. Really? Yeah. So if you use like and a... what if kind you use of like toothpaste a, is like... I'll a... use like a Tom's Amazing. <laughs> like sodium lauryl sulfate is that weird shit that they put in toothpaste that just makes your teeth s- smell clean. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah. All it does is make them smell delicious. That's what makes orange juice taste gross. Get some, uh, get some like aura j- and some anusol. <laughs> Um, what? <laughs> it's like cream for your butt hurt. Oh, okay. uh, no! Get some, uh, get some uh, cream for your butt hurt. <laughs> yeah, um, amazing. You get some like uh, some of that benzocaine stuff. Uh, it's I forget what it's like, aura gel or something. Like there are these little vials. You can get a little vial of liquid uh, yeah. from After a sex you cure shop. your hemorrhoids. Go it's, ahead and take care of your cancer. It says uh, it says VCR head cleaner. Um, oh. So you just uh, so <laughs> open you, it up you, and up some of that. And, uh-huh. and then uh, someone can enter you without pain. No, the, but the the one thing that I've discovered that makes this a lot more manageable is uh, if you get a, a little thing of liquid uh, oral pain reliever, like just a, some benzocaine solution. And when you're going to eat, uh, just put some of it on a Q-tip 
and jab around in the in the sore and it'll hurt real bad and bleed a lot but then it'll stop hurting for long enough for you to eat without it being agonizing right. interesting yeah, you don't want to do it okay. all the time yeah, yeah i don't think there's anything you can do about it supposedly as you get older they stop they stop yeah. happening and really? blow into your vcr so it won't skip yeah you know when it, you get like the liquid incense the room deodorizer uh-huh. um the it's sometimes they that's like car peeler right right what the you other. do a line of that it's like for stripping stripping gloss off your car mm-hmm. did you ever try that stuff what stuff the stuff that the vcr head I, yeah the vcr head i did cleaner that yeah they sell uh chris used to call it evil yeah i think it's for i think it's for butt love it's that's another what thing are you talking about did you try it how did you try it it's did like a little little sniffing it's, it's just bottle. An inha- they sell it it's, it's just an inhalant. an inhalant that they sell as as a uh-huh uh, and know. did you inhale it yes with my nose and then did you go all did you go all woozly a little this bit. This is just for your uh, yeah. For your that was nephews, weird for your nephew's benefit. Yeah, CJ, yeah. He's ha- happy now, birthday. You know? I never, uh, I never tried it. I was always, I was always scared. Yeah, Dare taught me that inhalants were bad for you, and they killed. That's blood. true. They killed blood cells, <laughs> uh-huh. brain bloods. Oh, and... let me read the next one. Okay, do it. Um, Andrew says, "How do you get yourself to work on work-related stuff that you have to take home?" It is a lot of writing, the value of which is unclear to me. Nobody sees it, but we have to do it anyway. I'm no longer productive at coffee shops, and I am forced by circumstance to have a work-slash-sleep-slash-leisure space that is the same 5-foot-by-5-foot area, so having a separate office area is out of the question. Is this something that I should have already learned how to do, already seven hours into, quote, getting ready to work the stage? This seems like it's going to be a delayed response. Mm, five foot by five foot. That's really small. That doesn't make any sense. Because like, I don't even think you could sleep. In, you could sleep diagonally in that, but then you'd have to have a bed that well, was Well, we don't know room. how big Andrew is. Andrew might also be a child. Okay, okay, right. But then it seems like he wouldn't have a lot of work to do. To ta- oh, I have, I have a lot of finger painting to do tonight, and I can't get... I can't get motivated to do yeah, it. You have to take it home from from school. Uh, yeah, mean, it that... would be the case that nobody was going to read it, and the value of it would be unclear because you're a baby. So really, everything is unclear to you. Uh, no, you just push the paint around by your straw, homie. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't you don't get your fingers dirty. Like yeah, yeah that's, that just, shit is gross. Oh. Plus, what are you gonna, like if you go to wipe it off on something? It's probably going to be your curtains because like nowhere in your five by five area is not touching your curtains. Mm-hmm. So if your uh, sleep and leisure space are both the same thing, what type of leisure are we talking about? Probably just beaten off in bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's handy because you sure. just soak no. it into the mattress and you don't have to clean it up. Right. Um, you know what I would suggest? If coffee shops aren't really a good place to work in, um, I would try <laughs> a public... That's your growth, too. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why he's shorter than five feet. <laughs> he's been drinking coffee. Uh, I would suggest going to a public library and working there. Huh. That's right. They have those, uh, like, a, like a, what looks Little like a wooden things. sword, except it has a newspaper hanging off of it. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And again, we have no idea how old he is, so it doesn't, it doesn't. There's no indication as to whether or not 
um, this is something he should have already learned to do. Well, we with. know that he is at least seven hours old. Uh, we right. can conclude that based on what he's written, uh, the information that he's given us. Yeah, it is hard um, if you if those things overlap because you can get distracted by all kinds of other things, especially the beating off and the sleeping. Sure. I when I was working at home, like I now, and this this turned out to be a pretty important thing, uh, having an office and a house. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the computer Place that I go. work on should not be the computer that I play video games on. Right. Or I will end up like when I was working at home, I would get a productive day's worth of work done every day. But I would be in what I considered working mode for like 16 hours a day rather in, than in order seven in order to get. Eight. Yeah, the same amount of work done as if I had just gone into a place to work for seven or eight hours. And then I you would have gotten video done. games. And then you're just sort of unhappy the whole time, right? You constantly mm-hmm. feel like you should be doing more. It sucks that you got to take work uh, home with you, especially if it's some shit that you don't care about. I don't. I at least had the advantage of you know, really having the work, having work the work was. that I had to do in those circumstances be something that I was really motivated to do because it was work that I cared about. Um, yeah, maybe tell your boss. Does your boss have a goatee? Because if so, say, hey, why don't you take this work that you've assigned to me to do while I'm at home, where, by the way, I'm not getting paid. And, you know, basically I'm not getting paid when I'm at work either, apparently, because I live in a fucking 25-square-foot apartment. Uh, why don't why don't you take this assignment that you just gave me and shove it up your goateed asshole? Right. Uh, because I'm assuming that you also have an ass goatee. Yeah. Andrew, that is the... Uh advice that we're giving to you <laughs> hang tough dude hey uh do you ever have to take uh work home fortunately not uh-huh, because you work at a museum that's correct i work for you do you ever steal any of the uh artifacts and take them home with you no of course not Just why overnight? would i jeopardize my cushy situation oh okay yeah i don't know that's excitement no, no. A story to tell on the not. podcast? Yeah. No, I'm not looking to uh, r- uh, put ripples in the waters in any way, shape, or form. I'm only to make uh, make people happy in their daily life. That's mm. what I do. I facilitate That's a good goal. happiness. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> hmm? Kurt in Denver. Yes. Hello, Advice Hot Dog. I'm a poor stay-at-home dad who's whose wife brings home all the bacon. I might contribute a few bacos, but by and large, the bacon is hers to distribute. I have designed a somewhat architecturally accurate Greek pet house for indoor use only at first. I can work on on during our baby's nap times and want to sell them for about $100 each. Is this a viable idea? With your art and startup experience, how should I go about doing this? Etsy first, then eBay, local consignment stores? I imagine it would sell to the gays and the women and the uptight historians and architects, and maybe uh, urban farmers like Zach with chicken needs uh, once I make an outdoor model. Yeah, I want a fucking coliseum for my chickens. Uh, Who even cares if uh, I make this available? Oh, man, and then I could fill it with water and have duck fights. (laughs) You could. Uh, I'm including photos of the unpainted prototype, our cat's love, and the updated version aspects for, for the consumer model, the Ionic Column Capital Moldmaster, and the headless Mycenaean Lion's Gate bas relief I will copy in the center of the triangle. Love the show. Huh. This is a very niche uh, niche product. You're good. I don't, you know, having your cats like a house that you made is sort of like, you know, my mom says I'm a catch. You got to watch it, right? Because your cats are a little bit biased. 
right? They're going to like whatever you put in front of them because you're the person that feeds them. Sure. They, right? they, so they they're like going to be like, oh, oh, God, man, this house you made us, so great, so great. When's lunch? Right. Yeah, no, this house, we love it. Man, we're going to purr and rub our faces on these co- these ionic columns. Mm-hmm. Um, but cats don't have money. The cats aren't going to pay for that. Yeah. You're selling to the people. They're going to have to trick. What what they're going to have to do is you're going to have to trick the cats into withholding pussy from their owners until the owners capitulate oh, and buy the thing. Yeah. <clears throat> I saw a picture of this, and it is beautiful. I, I will uh, post it on, on the Facebook Uh it is well. W- what's really beautiful is the cat that's sitting inside of it, and it is very happy. And I would want that type of thing for my cat. A lot of people will buy crazy shit for their pets. Yeah, you know, especially if it's like a nice looking thing. Mm-hmm. I saw a thing once that I didn't buy. I thought, well, this would be cool for a cat, and also it looks really cool. Right? Was uh, it one I of those like tanks? That that... A tank? Yeah, it was like yeah. a little tank that a cat could drive around in. No, uh, they have those like a uh, cat box type of things, and you can either gun. get a teepee, a tank, a Millennium Falcon, or a Millennium Falcon litter box. I, no, it's not a litter box. It's just for a cat to hang out in. Oh, this was like a big tree made out of wood and carpet, huh. but it was like dark brown trunk and bright green or like dark green leaf That's platforms cool. for the cat to jump Cats on. Cats do love. I was that. like, I should buy that, and then I never saw one ever again. Oh. And it made me sad. And your cats are sad, right? Now, now that they I, will listen to the show. Yeah, I don't think they, like, my cat won't really remember anything. That's true. You know, she listens to all the shows while I'm editing them. Right. She sits on my lap and purrs mm-hmm. and says, why don't you buy me one of those Greek houses? And she's like, wait a minute, what's that over there? And then forgets all about it. Right. That's the that's the thing with a cat. How about you, Kelly? Do you buy uh, crazy crazy houses for, for your cats or would you? No, absolutely not. I um, This fellow... Leaves a lot to be desired in his um, uh, rendition of the thing. He has a lot of issues going on. The first of which is his woman bringing home all the bacon. And so he's looking for things to uh, do for his house, which is great. Um, but, uh, you know, he, um, he, what's this, what's the story with this dude? Is he, you, you know, this dude, Curtin Denver. Um, he's working on stuff during his, his baby's nap time. One or two babies? I think it's just one. It's just one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it wants to sell them for about $100. $100 I think he's going to have to sell them for a little bit more with uh-huh. the amount of work that he's putting or in. Or spend yeah, a little that's less right. time making them. Maybe sure. he could mass produce them. He could get his baby to help. He could put his cat to work. Uh, he could make, uh, you know, like instead of having to carve them out of wood, I would make maybe some uh, plasticine versions and then make molds of those parts like the column that seems like a lot of work yeah but he would produce them a lot faster that's how you mass produce people are going to buy them though i think that it's okay to lose money on the first say 500 of them uh that you make and sell just to gauge the uh to gauge the the this is my startup experience talking Uh here's what you do you just lose a lot of money on a lot of products uh in the hopes that someday somebody will buy some of your products and then they don't and then you're fucked and you die alone um, have sure. we yeah. have we um, perused his uh, photos of the unpainted prototype? Were you, I have. Were you not even listening to when Roy said it was? I'm beautiful? sorry, I was reading the email. Oh, I'm sorry, I was you're, reading you're the email. You're too busy so making you guys fun of our listeners. This. Jeez, uh, I, you can edit it out. Apparently, That's it's pretty tools. cool. No, no, no editing. 
The, this is uh, straight off the Shh. mouth. The Ionic Column I Capital Mold Master out. and the Headless Mycenaean Lionsgate Bass Relief I will copy into the center of the triangle. Man, yeah. ba- Bass Relief is like when you give a fish a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> Spawn yeah. until you get a hand job from Zach. That Billy Bass Relief. Mm-hmm. Sings a new song. Uh, Minty in Miami writes, uh, Dear Advice Hot Dog, I recently found a nearly full bottle of peppermint schnapps amongst my liquor bottles. I have no idea why it's there, and I don't particularly like peppermint schnapps, but I can't bring myself to throw it out. Do you have any advice on drinks to make with it? Uh, you can give it to a hobo. Hobos will drink anything. That's true. Uh, you can give them, like, you can mix it with antifreeze. See what happens. Uh, didn't we come up with a, or have a drink that uses peppermint schnapps? Did we? Yeah, it's mouthwash. <laughs> I drank a lot of peppermint schnapps when I was first uh, drinking, first learning to right? drink. Yeah. Because you love the gold schlager. Because no, they had little flecks of gold in no, it. No, I didn't like that. I was afraid oh. I'd get I was afraid I'd get gold poisoning. Right. That happens. Get a bad case of the gold frat. Yeah. King King Midas touch. Yep. Um I don't personally like peppermint schnapps. No, but, I don't really anymore either. But you could maybe make some kind of uh mint chocolate cake and put a bunch of that in the batter. Uh, oh, okay. You could uh, you could make you can drink like hot chocolate with some peppermint schnapps in it. That's like a good thing to sure like invite a lady acceptable. over and say you want to have some hot chocolate, and she's like, yeah, and she's like, you want to have uh, you want to make it a little naughty, mm-hmm. and then if she says yes, you jerk off in hers and pour some peppermint schnapps into yours. Uh huh. Don't let her know. Don't accidentally mix them up though, because that you'll end up like uh, you'll end up like Fezig. Yeah, but it's sterile. That guy wasn't Fezzik. What was that guy's name? I don't know. Fez? <laughs> no, the inconceivable guy in Vizzini. Oh, Vizzini right, was right, Fez- right. Fezzik was Andre okay. the Giant. <laughs> you, have a, you can have a long argument with her about which hot chocolate has the cum in it. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you can tell which one has they the pepper. They both have the cum in it. Yeah, they both have cum in it. I cum in all my coffee cups b- before I put them away. <laughs> and that's why I've built up a tolerance. Yeah, it's like pre-rinse. Dishwasher, hand dry, come in them, put them back in the cabinet. <laughs> uh, what, what do you think about peppermint schnapps? Um, I've been reading ahead. I feel yeah, don't read you ahead. sit in a you sit in a chair. You uh, put your head back. You have someone pour it in your uh, mouth and then shake your head around. Put in some Hershey syrup, and there it is. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you have to have like two. You have to have like two frat guys. That's to right. assist you yep. with this uh-huh. drink. Peppermint schnapps is only good with two frat guys and a bottle of Hershey Sherps. That is all that you have, and that's all you ever will need. Huh. You heard it okay. here, folks. Yeah. we got to try this cocktail. Okay. I, d- I did my freshman year of college. Uh, we, we, we drank a lot of upside-down margaritas where you would uh, lean back in a chair, and one girl would pour some tequila in your mouth, and then another girl would pour some margarita mix in your mouth, and then you would swish it around and swallow it. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Good. You got to get your head by some yeah. boobs. Get sure. yourself okay. some friends, dude. Get yourself some hot dudes. I see them all around, man. Hot dude friends. Just yeah, hot, hot dudes dude everywhere. Friends who'll be like, someone will sex you up on the chair as you're sitting down. Uh, the other one will tilt your head back and pour the peppermint shops in your mouth, and then the Hershey syrups in your mouth, and then that person will shake your head around. And then the other one will sex you up on the front side, and you will come out feeling really good. You'll get a bath. You'll get a bass relief. What do you, get? What do you call? <laughs> yeah. What do you call that drink? Um, it's called the uh, peppermint sh- schnapps hot Charlie. Hot Pe- Charlie. Peppermint schnapps hot Charlie. Okay, so it's like an English car dealership. <laughs> it's pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Uh, you know what? We uh, the the time is just flying by. I, is it really? I, I, we're is almost. It over? Uh, yeah, it is. Um, but what one thing that we need to do uh, before uh, before we're done here is the stinger. Do we tell people how to get a hold of us before we do the stinger? Uh, yes, we do. Okay, why don't you tell people how to get a hold of us, Roy? Uh, they can get a hold of us by. Uh, going to our website, which is advicehotdog.com, and there they will see links to Gmail, uh, which is advicehotdog at gmail.com, uh, or at advicehotdog, which is our Twitter handle, and you can follow us there, please, and also send us questions. Or you can go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash advicehotdog. You can like us there, because that's what people do on Facebook. Ooh. And then send us questions there. I also post a lot of uh, photos and interesting doodads about the show there. Or you can uh, give us a call at 769-218-9225 and leave us a message. And you can also send us postcards, Advice Hot Dog, P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona, 85274. We really, really like the phone calls, so yeah. you guys should do more of that because it's fun uh, having those to listen to. I would love to do an all-phone call show. Yeah, I would love it if that's all the show was, was just phone calls. Yeah? Yeah, not even us talking, just playing phone calls from people hmm. talking about poop and puking and stuff. Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's what good. people like to talk about. So uh, Roy Roy produced this st- Roy, Well, Roy's first suggestion for the stinger was Pizza Hut. Yeah. Uh, but then we pointed out that's not really how the stinger that's works. That's not a choice. Right. You know, like maybe what do you want? Like pizza or hut? Yeah. Piazzo or, uh, or uh, Pizzone. Um, and it's like, well, you know, Pizzone's rule, but Piazzo uh, doesn't exist anymore. Mm. Uh, so unless it was the 80s where there was Piazzo, but no Pizzone. So if you're a time traveler, mm-hmm. yeah. then maybe that's a choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you, wh- Doctor Who lo- When do you want to go for dinner tonight, honey? You would say. Uh, but we decided that the, a better stinger would be Christmas or New Year's. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? What's the What's the right way to gauge this? What's the What's the right criterion? What's the What's the rubric? Well, I feel that most you get a people... rubric cube for Christmas, <laughs> right? And maybe you'll have solved <laughs> for... it by New Year's. Uh, I feel that most people have lots of uh, familial obligations for Christmas, whereas most people, other than me don't have those type of obligations for New Year's. Right, you got so, nothing to do so with New Year's party with your friends. shitty drunk and yeah. kiss a stranger mm-hmm. underneath a mistletoe Have fireworks. you ever kissed a stranger on New Year's? Mm, well, maybe. I don't know. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I don't know. Not that or I can remember. in the New Year? Yeah. <laughs> I kissed a stranger once while listening to The Breeders' uh, New Year. Ah, uh, okay. The yeah. Breeders' <clears throat> New Year? Yeah, it was a song on uh, Last Splash. Okay. What year... That would have been 1993 93 or 94. Yeah. 93. So mm-hmm. it was a while ago. Um, I've never kissed a person on New, New Year's other than I knew. Just friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you never like had a girlfriend at a party? Oh, yes, I suppose. But the but they weren't was a stranger. You would have kissed her anyway. It was like a Christmas blowjob, right? Like this right. would have happened even if it wasn't Christmas. That's I mean, true. Christmas does have the advantage of everybody gets a blowjob, not just me. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. Compared to other days. What are you right. talking about? That is pretty much... Um, no one gets a blowjob on Christmas Eve. Well, everyone morning, does. No, Christmas morning. Christmas morning, no yeah, one gets Christmas a blowjob. Christmas morning blowjob, Kelly. You get fisted on Christmas Eve. You don't know these traditions at all, do yeah. you? Do you even I live in America? Catholic. No, I'm really bad, I guess, apparently. This is why you were so good at that Scottish accent. <clears throat> you don't really... What are you really... doing putting your fist up my ass? Arse. My arse. arse. Yeah, in my, my cunt. arse. Yeah, cunt. My yeah. Charlie Hall. Your arse fist and cunt. Um, 
Hey, that, that's my Charlie hole. That's the that's the cave where my car dealer lives. Um, well, actually, it's the the hole in the ground that all of the car dealers came from. That's the origin right, story right, of British car right. dealers, uh, just like in Gauntlet, <laughs> where where all the goblins come out. Of. <laughs> yeah, it's, just throw an axe at it. They'll they'll stop. It's the stop mar- trying to repair the, your your lorry. The market for the market for auto repair has gotten too saturated. Just throw an axe at the entrance of the cave. That's uh, Merry, Merry Christmas, Charlie. <laughs> I would say Christmas for family and New Year's for uh, for loving. Loving, really? Yeah, maybe getting like lo- I mean, that's why you go to a New Year's party to get shitty, and then maybe meet a stranger or get lucky with whoever you're with. Oh yeah, right? and then you're like, oh, I'm too. The cops are gonna be out like crazy tonight. You better mm-hmm. blow me in the closet. What the fuck are you guys talking about, dude? When does this ever happen? This is all the time, Kelly. Like, I don't know what world you're living yeah, in. Yeah, I know. I don't every, know either. Every January 31st, it happens. And you yeah, wear there's, there's New January Year's every 31st? year. Yeah, that's when I celebrate. So like the the New Year, Look, February I'm, comes. It's blowjob central. I'm Chinese. ZJ. Our New Year starts at a different time. Um, so that reminds me, we basically have a year left, so we're, uh, going to try and get as much advice out there this next year before right. it all That's is right. all over. I know. Seriously. What are we going to do? What are you going to tell folks? Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. Like grab, g- g- grab your socks and hold your cocks. Uh-huh. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Exactly. In this where, where we're going. Yeah. Where we're going. I hope you don't, <laughs> we need, don't roads need roads because they're all going to disappear during the apocalypse. Uh, and you know, there's also next year before it's all over, there's going to be some fucking amazing movies. Like, like what? I have a list right here that I compiled, especially for the show. Holy a, a shit. shit. 2012? A list of movies that are coming out next year. Oh, wow. Movies. You, you know heard these it here before first, even 2012 has happened? I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one. Oh, is there going to be a sequel to the movie 2012? Yeah. No, like 2012. 2012 and, and February. Half. 2032. <laughs> uh, Battleship, the movie, which looks <clears throat> like a Transformers sequel. <laughs> Jack the Giant Killer. It's about Jack going up and killing some giants. Men Sometimes and- I will refer to myself as the giant killer and insist that someone jack me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's called Zack the Giant Killer. Uh, Men in Black 3, but... Wait for it. G.I. Joe Retaliation. <laughs> yeah. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. The Three Stooges. John Carter. Batman. Prometheus, which is a prequel to the Alien saga. Is that saga. confirmed that it's a pre-quel? Yeah. Not I, one of those, what I, what I just said. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. I mean, it's the, the same Stooges. fucking style. The Three Yeah, The Stooges. Three Stooges is a prequel. The Hobbit. Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted. Enough said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are all coming out. So watch these movies before the world ends because they're, they're not going to make gems like yeah, Okay, so let's have predictions as to what the world will be after the world ends. Right now, the world's going to be full of booming bass notes from you hitting the table where all the mics are. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Predictions for what happens after the world ends in 2012, nothing. Okay. Really? That's Literally your prediction? Nothing. nothing. What do you think is going to happen in 2012? Space dust. Well, I'm hoping that some kind of uh, revolution happens, like some people have some sort of epiphany that makes them realize things might be different. 
there is going to be the uh, the crux and the straw that breaks the camel's back, especially for you folks in Phoenix. Are you kidding me? You guys are, are going to run gonna out, have sweet Are we going to run out of water and property. have to form motorcycle gangs? Pretty much. Mm, and chase each other it's going to be road warrior fight for out gasoline here. and water. Yeah, oh, I'm going to have to drink great. all that pond you water. Riding through the mirage. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know, Kelly. What you're saying right now seems like a childhood dream come true. Yeah, to I think that'd be pretty awesome. If the world is going to end in a year anyway, why not devolve into fucking savagery? Thunderdome! Yeah. I'll go yeah, there and jump around right. on bungee Master cords with Blaster. a chainsaw. You are awesome. Right, you guys have been preparing for this. Yeah, we've we been building been. a sweet flamethrower and a sweet yeah. muscle car. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. I got have been. I got a tattoo of a beard on my face. That's right. Getting some face paint ready. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. A little some scarification. Yeah, I got it. You started on your hands. I got like a metal hockey mask and a sharpened boomerang. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That no one else can catch unless yeah. you have that special hockey yeah, club. Unless you have that special music box. Mm-hmm. Teaches yeah. you the rhythms. Uh, in short, we're going to be fine. Yeah, you think. You think. It's my prediction. 2012 to, I mean, 1221, 2012. That's, uh, that's a full year away from here. You never know what's going to happen in that. Texas burned up this year. Who knows what's going to happen no. in. What other states going to burn? Yeah, uh, you know, I I'm just hoping that science is finally going to invent the artificial dick. Oh yeah, yeah, prosthetic dick. Because I've been needing that for a while. Yeah. So uh, I just want an extra. I mean, my dick is fine. I just wanted an extra one. <laughs> I see. Uh, to all of our listeners, thank you so much for listening to us this year. Kelly, thank you very much for being a guest. Are we through? Yeah. yeah sorry, sorry, buddy. But, no, you know, so many ro- I, I think that we can do a special countdown for everyone so that when the new year roll, rolls over, they, they can uh, bring in the new year with our, Listen our to this. voices. Okay. All right. What yeah. do you want to start from? Uh, 500. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm bad with numbers. Okay. 500. 10. 9. 8. 7. 6. 5. 4. 3. 2. 1. Woo! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year. From advice hot dog to you.